Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. come away from this with the idea that Jesus doesn't care about the needs of the poor because clearly he does what he tells us though what he told them about it is listen the opportunity to minister to and care for and serve the poor and needy around you that's that's never going away but I'm not going to be here much longer and she she's prepared me for my burial what she did was perfectly appropriate Christians according to the Bible are not an extravagant people we care much more about the spiritual than the physical. Today, Pastor Robert reminds us that sometimes we need to take a page from Mary's book and be a little more extravagant when it comes to worshiping Christ. Let's give a lot to our Savior who gave it all. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil. Perfume, in other words. And she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him thirty pieces of silver. So from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. Now, John's gospel you know, gives a little different perspective, a little more detail on this. It tells us that Bethany was where Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha, lived. And, and Lazarus was at this dinner. He was seated at the table and, you know, there in, in the home of Simon the leper, apparently. John doesn't tell us that that's whose home it was in. It just, but it tells us that Lazarus was there at the dinner table and it was his sister Mary who came with this alabaster jar of perfume. John also tells us not just that it was very expensive, but he puts a number on it. He says 300 denarii. So that's roughly one year's wages. Now think about that for a second, right? A year's wages. Now 
The average household income, average income of a family in the city of Miami in 2018 was a little over $53,000. Now, I love my wife, right? I really do. But if you guys were to find out that I had just bought her a $50,000 bottle of perfume, I would hope that some of you would do an intervention. You know what I mean? It's like step in and say, Pastor, we need to get you checked out, bro. $50,000 bottle of perfume. And she broke the bottle and poured it over Jesus' head. Now, John doesn't tell us specifically how Lazarus reacted or Martha. She was the pragmatic one, remember, She was the one doing the work while Mary was seated at the feet of Jesus listening. And we're not told how they reacted, but we are told in every account how the 12, how the disciples, the apostles, how they reacted to this extravagant expression of worship. What are you, they're like, what are you doing? Why this waste? Waste, wasting it. Man, it's understandable. I mean, when I was in Costa Rica, at least in that area, I I, I don't know, but at least in in that area there around Aredia, the people were really serious about perfume. There were even little signs in in the bathrooms at the language school reminding students to use deodorant because Costa Ricans are very offended by body odor. Now, I'm just, that's what the the little things were, you know, we have the wash your hands things on the mirrors. That's what they had on their mirrors. Costa Ricans are very offended by a lack of personal hygiene, body odor, so use deodorant. And they had these little perfume shops. I mean, there was like, you know, it seemed like there was one on every block. And you could buy these knockoff perfumes, and it was oil-based, and then they would have a fragrance, and you could get a huge jar for like 10 bucks. Now, I'm reading this story, and I'm thinking, yeah, I kind of get it. I mean, a, I don't know, $5 bottle of olive oil and some cheap perfume, and the whole house would have still filled up with the fragrance. Do you understand what I'm saying? She took $50,000 worth of perfume and poured it over Jesus. I mean, you just, you can't, you can't argue that this wasn't extravagant. This was extravagant. But Jesus told him to be quiet. Nobody else understood, but apparently Mary had been paying attention. When Jesus talked about being crucified, apparently she got it. Because Jesus says, leave her alone, She's preparing me for burial. Now, remember, the, the guys, they, they still were kind of clueless. They still didn't really understand all of that. They, you know, so here you have these, these 12 men who have been his students. They've been his, his apprentices, his disciples for all this time. And they see this extravagant act of worship, and their response is one of indignation. They're freaked out by the fact that she has been so extravagant with Jesus. You're wasting this. Now, John tells us that it was Judas who kind of led the charge with that, and he did it because he was a thief, not because he was concerned about the poor. 
Again, it's easy to read this and think Jesus was indifferent to the poor, even though we know better. When Jesus was aware of it, verse 10 says, he said to them, why do you, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. You have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. You know, one commentator pointed out that in this little account here, we have a couple of things going on that are repeated on a regular basis. They're memorialized on a regular basis. Whenever the gospel is preached, this comes up. This extravagant, wasteful, act of worship, and the betrayal. The thief who prioritized money over the master. That's what we're going to talk about next. But think about it. Every time, when, when we, almost every time we do communion, when Paul wrote to the Corinthians, do you remember what he said about the communion? He said, on the same night when Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he took the cup. Wow. You see, we, we don't want to come away from this with the idea that Jesus doesn't care about the needs of the poor, because clearly he does. What he tells us, though, what he told them about it is, listen, the opportunity to minister to and care for and serve the poor and needy around you, that's, that's never going away. But I'm not going to be here much longer, and she. She's prepared me for my burial. What she did was perfectly appropriate. Now, I could talk a lot more about this than I have time for today. Jesus said to them, this was not a waste. Yes, she just poured $50,000 worth of perfume all over my head, and it was not a waste. It was perfectly appropriate. It didn't take anything away from the poor. It would not have fixed poverty to spend that money on the poor. And what he left unsaid is, Judas, you could care less about the poor. This is not about the poor. You're a hypocrite. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com just download our mobile app.
We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.